it's me, Sean Capri. Welcome to episode 117 of We the Gamer Cast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com, and it comes to you on iTunes, Google Play, and mother loving YouTube every Monday, most Mondays, anyways. Thank you for subscribing and rating us on iTunes and giving the thumbs up on that YouTube video. Not the thumbs down. Somebody's going around every video, just get a little thumbs down. It's fine. But, you know, leave a comment. If you guys don't like it, tell me what we can do better. But anyways, enough of that. If you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have a sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games. And if you want to be part of the show, it's easy. Just tweet at me, Sean Capri. Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. And you guys might be wondering, gee, Sean, why do you say this thing's on YouTube? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because somebody made us better. A whole bunch of people made us better at patreon.com slash make us better. And we have a couple producers that we want to thank. And by we, I mean me. And I want to thank our platinum executive producer, Mr. Corey Hicks, our gold executive producer, Sheldon Benedict, who you'll be hearing from in just a second. And all of our lovely, handsome gentlemen executive producers, Nick Militia from Next Level Games, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, Jesse Armstrong, Glocko Schaefer, David Ray, Mike Drummy, Brendan Myers, and Aaron Doherty. Thank you guys so much. Everything that you do, every, even for your understanding. Last week, we took, um, I took a, a, some time. I got some news, unfortunately, that my grandma had passed away. So, you know, Monday was off, but we had an episode on, was that last week? Can I be honest with you guys? I'm not even sure what day it is. I think it's Sunday. It's kind of what happens when you, when funerals happen and you're out of town and then there's family and a whole bunch of stuff. I need, I need literally like a giant calendar on a wall or somebody. I need Dave Moore to please just every morning when you wake up. Actually, that's a bad idea. If you ever guys... (laughs) Listen to forget being cool. Uh, he never knows what day it is either. So what am I even talking about here? Guys, I'm going to ramble for a little bit, but I think we're going to get mostly into it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the bonus episode, uh, with Justin Masson from the Nintendo Dads. He, what a great guy. I just really enjoyed having a, a nice chat with him. And he was very understanding and patient with some, with my dogs. First of all, that was ridiculous. So as I reach over and grab my, my giant McDonald's coffee here at seven, almost eight o'clock at night. I'm just about to record with uh, Nintendo Shell himself, Sheldon Benedict. This is rare. Usually, I record these little intros after the fact. I have no idea. I wish I could tell you guys what to stay tuned for. Um, but perhaps, let's say Armageddon. We're going to talk about Armageddon the movie, and and who knows what could go from there. I haven't even made notes yet, but I can't wait to talk to him. I'm sure this is going to be great. When do you, when, when is this show not great, right? So Sheldon is coming up and I don't know if you guys know this. I can't remember the last time what I, what I talked about last time. The Gaming Gurus is a show that I am now on. Instead of If We Ran Nintendo, we brought Joseph Moran in. He's doing If We Ran Nintendo. He's doing a great job. And, um, I get to talk Xbox instead. I get to be the Xbox guru on the Gaming Gurus uh, with, with Bobby. So we recorded that this morning, our, our second episode last week. I was in Toronto and I recorded just outside where, where the Blue Jays play. And that was pretty amazing, I have to say. And, uh, but today we recorded this morning without Toby. We only, we made one episode <laughs> with you, Toby. And that's because, uh, last week we said goodbye to a family member. This week we're saying hello. We're saying hello to, uh, to Toby's br- baby daughter, e- Evie. He spelled it. I, I think it's Evie. Evie? Uh, Evie, I think we're going to go with Evie. I'm just going to, somewhat commit to that so congratulations to toby he sent pictures and I, he just toby's rocking it man already like i look like hell when when lincoln was born he, he looks great so congratulations to toby and family um man what a enjoy every moment i'm not i'm sure you're not going to be listening to this for a little while but yeah man enjoy every second 
because it's it's awesome. And first Christmas coming up too. Today is Sunday the 26th. Black Friday is behind us. I hope you guys had a tremendous and successful Black Friday. I love any, like in Canada, we have the day after uh, Christmas, Boxing Day, hilarious, great times. It's obsessive. I stress out about it way too much. And I think we did pretty well. If you want to hear more about my Black Friday, listen to the Gaming Gurus. You may have to search for the Nintendo PlayStation podcast. I'm not sure quite how that's there. One of the two should probably work or follow me or Bobby or, or whatever. Uh, then uh, at Nintendo Gurus, by the way, if you didn't, if you didn't know, we're just gonna, guys, I don't have a lot to say. I just wanted to say thank you for understanding for last week. Um, thank you for listening to the bonus episode. And by the way, I just think that that's really cool with the, the Patreon, the way that it's set up. If I do say so myself, is that it's not, none of the bonus episodes are locked. Uh, none of the bonus episodes are lesser than or just sort of like off the side of the desk or anything like that. I feel like it's just a continuation. I feel, I love the, this returning guest idea of bringing people back on and just kind of catching up because we, we get to know each other here. And I wanted to make sure that, you know, every time I finish a, a great conversation, it's like, Oh, we're just scratching the surface. We could go a little bit more. And that's why I love that we get this chance to do a little bit more. So thank you so much for donating and being a supporter on patreon.com slash make us better. I really, really am enjoying six episodes a month, depending on how many weeks, I guess. It's kind of weird like that. It breaks my brain a little bit. But thank you guys so much for doing that. You, you continue to make us better and push. I never would have imagined that this would have happened, but you've, you make it happen. So very, very cool. I'll just quickly touch on to let you know one thing that's really cool. Finally is, and maybe this is just a Christmas miracle or something. And now with American Thanksgiving that we've celebrated and I'm adopting as a Canadian, Chelsea and I were playing Borderlands, the pre-sequel, just co-op in my God. That is, if that's not like the pinnacle of co-op, like can, if you guys have something else, please let me know. Not that I hate Borderlands because I absolutely love it, but I am actually kind of, I'm I'm blanking on what else there could be. Like when I think playing co-op with Chelsea, it's border. Like that's it. Um, maybe Destiny, but like, I don't know if she'd really be into that. So if you, if you like, if you're maybe having a poop right now and you already finished rating this podcast on iTunes, let me know what, what co-op games you like to play even if it's we don't need split screen either you can have like internet or whatever we've got the two tvs it's you have to try it if you haven't so let me know what you guys are are playing co-op with friends or or whatever some classic games or brand new games because um i think i think i'm getting chelsea to get giving her the bug as weird as that might sound and look forward to something else because she might be streaming soon and I can't wait for that. I think she'll get started with, with Fallout, with a game that Fallout 4, and she's very comfortable with that. We're, we're looking at getting her a webcam and microphone and all the rest of that stuff. But anyways, I'm rambling on. Look forward to that. You can follow Chelsea, by the way. And as I say that, maybe I should just make sure because I, <laughs> I should probably know that way better. Chelsea Capri, 23. Chelsea, not like Clinton Capri, like the pants, 23, like Michael Jordan the first time, I think. One of the times, Michael Jordan. Anyways, let's get right into it. Sheldon Benedict, you know as the gold executive producer as well. You may know that he runs a podcast called Quest for Pixels. So you can follow him on Twitter at Nintendo Shell. You can follow uh, the show Quest for the number four pixels. And uh, why don't we just get right into it, guys? Here he is, Sheldon Benedict. It's nice, too, because, like, 
instead of like normal Monopoly, which lasts like eight, nine hours, yeah, it's right? only like, like you can play around in like 30, 40 minutes. So. Well, do you think it was designed to originally last that long? Like, don't you don't think that's think too so. long? Like, that's are, ridiculous. Did we mess something up in all of our interpretations <laughs> of like the rules and stuff? I don't know. Like, so the last time that I actually played like a full game of Monopoly, it was like me and my family, we played it on uh, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So we started at like eight. And I think we got done at like 3.30 in the morning and it was my uh, brother-in-law and me we were yeah. the last two playing and we were screaming at each other over the table. Oh and then, then we were told we couldn't play that no more. <laughs> of course, yeah. I love how it's like the one and done. Like you don't, you yep. don't ever want to give it another shot. Go, maybe, maybe it was just that one time that we did something wrong. Maybe my so actually I should have done that recently. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. So we've recently discovered Cards Against Humanities with my family. So I've known about it for years. I think as many people listening probably have known about Cards Against Humanity. But my dad has like an obsession with it. So my dad's (laughs) super like concerned, like very like um, to himself. Like doesn't really come out of his shoes. He's very professional, very like well like put together and everything like that. And, like, not really out there when it comes to Cards Against Humanity, basically. Like, the last person you would ever really think about Cards Against Humanity. And he's become obsessed because we tried it one time. He he would hate me if I told this. If he knew I was talking about this on the internet. Um, And he put together some cards about... Something about dicks. Something about, like, many, many multiple dicks at the same time or something like that. And it was just... Nobody knew, of course, you don't know who's playing what cards at, at what time. <laughs> so it's happening. And we're, we're like, that's definitely the winner. Who did that? Who? Did? And he just sheepishly pulls the card over to his pile. <laughs> so that should have been the one time where we're like, never again. We're never playing Cards Against Humanity because like dad has this, this side to him that we didn't even know about. And um, oh, we just played like the day after my grandma died and he makes a dead parent joke through like (laughs) so i guess that's okay and all weekend we've been like it's been a whole it might as well we may have been might as well been celebrating american thanksgiving because it was just like family time this whole the last four or five days and uh, every day he's like did you bring games did you bring games and he's thinking cards against humanity you know no not this time dad i'm sorry but man so we got the we last year we got the biggest blackest box for cards against humanity (laughs) (laughs) and right away we were cutting the box apart to find the card i love it uh, we took it out we were playing it with my wife's family and uh it's like her well they're sort of like their adopted family like i don't know not true family but they're all you know kind of meshed together well their uh grandmother was playing with us and she's like I don't know in her late seventies, <laughs> and oh, some of the no. things. I mean, some of the things that she laid out were just like, "Oh my god!" And then like her grandkids are like, "I can't read this in front of her. I can't read this." I was like, "She's playing worse cards than you." Oh my god, that is awesome! <laughs> like the filters already off when oh, you're that age. Like you may as well. Like it's probably created. I want to know where. What like is it a Canadian game? Is this a thing that I'm, I'm sure it's everywhere because. I don't know if it's just if we buy it in Edmonton, but there's a card that says something about American prostitutes or something. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Edmonton prostitutes or hookers in Edmonton or something like that. Definitely. I should actually grab it and I'll flip through every single card and I'll make that. I should (laughs) I should make a note because I'll make that the thumbnail. Uh, Something about, um, yeah, (laughs) I don't even know. That's awesome. So do you play lots of like board games on the side too in addition to Um, like the video games and stuff? I used to. Yeah. We used to play quite a few games. Um, 
since like I've because I come from a family. I'm the youngest of six. Oh, so we used to. Yeah, <laughs> we're a big family. No kidding. I'm a, I'm the middle of four, if that's even possible. So yeah, like the <laughs> indiscriminately middle. Like yeah. yeah. So I mean, growing up, we played. I mean, we had this wall. So in my like our house was always kind of like just like pieced together. Mm-hmm. My dad always wanted to finish it and he's not a carpenter. So nice. it never got finished. Mm-hmm. So we had this like, it was like, okay, so it was a, a screened in porch that we just like plexiglassed and made it part of the house. So that was our, like our big toy room. Dude, that's so, like, awesome. Like the SNES was out there and mm-hmm. all the games and board games. We had this wall that was all board games. So, I mean, we used to play a ton when I was younger. I love um, that. And then me and my wife have a few, you know, we have like Monopoly. I have like the Christmas Story Monopoly mm-hmm. and we have uh, the Game of Life and a few other ones. And then like Cards Against Humanity. We got this new one. It's a What About Meme or Meme. Oh, that's some, classic. Some meme guy. Yeah, nice. So we picked that. We got that one. Um, and then. Uh, Is it just I'm, like classic memes from the Are you making things like new, like yep, pairing up like, like captions and stuff? Yep, it has like the caption cards. So it's like Cards Against Humanity. So it's like the right. white cards are the mm-hmm. captions. And then you have like classic meme, like pictures of memes. Mm-hmm. So like someone has to draw like the meme card and you set it out. And then, you know, all the players put out a description. It's plays the same way as like Cards Against Humanity. Right. And that one's that one's pretty good. There's some raunchy stuff in that oh, one. I love it. Oh. And then like I became a fan of like the Jackbox Party Pack games. Yes. Those have been pretty fun. Those are great. Oh, I was playing that with family just this weekend. We had like a whole bunch of people over. My sister's got like a projector in her basement. So it's perfect mm-hmm. for that. She's got a big old setup and there was, I don't even know, probably you know, 10 or 12 of us. So we had eight people playing Quiplash and we had a couple people in the audience and stuff. And it was awesome. funny just to see people get to like the, the, the evening starts off and, you know, with some of the older people, like if I whisper, they actually won't hear me say it because <laughs> they're old and hearing. Um, you can see like the frustration of like, what's the Wi-Fi password and what app do I download? And that whole thing is like, you don't have to just go to this website. Everything's fine. Everybody can just relax. There's no reason to get upset about anything here. And so we go through the thing and, and people are learning what is this game. So the first couple answers are like garbage or people aren't even finishing it in time. So the first round is shitty as always. And yeah. then we get to the second round. People are starting to get into the groove a little bit, a couple dildo references, like just, <laughs> and then it's just like all out. And I'm like, what is my family? Like you discover just amazing things with these, like, and we're just playing quiplash. Like we didn't even get to, to the rest of that. Oh dude. Quiplash is great. Like we, I play with my, so my friends, I have this group of friends and they're all brothers <laughs> and I'm like the adopted brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, the first time I played it, we were playing with, I was playing with all of them and, uh, their youngest brother, we always give shit. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were playing Quiplash and it turned out it was like, went from like, okay, so who has the wittiest comment to who has the wittiest comment about the youngest kid and like the amount of gay jokes and dildo jokes and oh, stuff like yeah, that man. is just great. Mm-hmm. I mean, my brother, I, I always call my young effort since we were like, since basically I discovered the word, I called my younger brother penis. And <laughs> so it's amazing. Just like, I don't know. It's just the universe kind of telling you that you're in the right place at the right time and stuff. And this is such a strange way for me to interpret this, but there was a, I think the question was something like what the Olympic sport that you would dominate in is the 500 meter blank. And then I said, uh, race against Justin, my brother. And then somebody else said penis. <laughs> and i was just like that's just 500 meter Perfect. penis that's a that's enormous that's also strange to brag about and you think somebody would have noticed that also but again yeah and i'm just like i should probably i wish that there were more 
like non dick jokes that I can remember, like that were memorable. Like the only <laughs> things I can remember from the other night were just all these dick references, and that's how that's the picture that I'm painting of my family, man. Um, but oh, enough dude. about my family. I want to talk about your family. You've made a couple of references here. I want to dive into this a little bit. Six kids in the family. Some. Yep. Uh, did you say that you are adopted, or that other people were adopted into the family? Like, what's the draw me the family tree? So, uh, my, my oldest brother is 18 years older than me. Okay. Wow. And then I have a sister and then another sister mm-hmm. and These then are a biological brother. biological brothers and sisters? Yep. 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 We're all, we're all biological. 18 years older than you? Yep. <laughs> so oh. how, okay. Yeah. So how old are your parents then? Uh, my mom is, man. How old was see. she when she had your older brother? Like so, that must've been super young. Oh, uh, I think she was 21. Okay, that's not brother. super young. That's not like high nope. school babies or anything. Nope. And she was, so she was 42 and she had me. Holy crap. That's a lifetime in between kids, <laughs> yeah. man. Oh, I know. And that's like, like I told my mom, I was like, you know, they stopped doing that stuff. Like when they, you know, when the family started selling the farm and stuff, you didn't have to have <laughs> kids to take care of the animals. <laughs> yeah, man. So, but uh, no, and she... So we are, my mom's originally from Plenty Woods, so that's like right on the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. Um, and she moved to Baker, so I, like, cause I'm just south of you guys. Yep. And, uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, there's 18 years to me, me and my oldest brother. And then I have, so I have two brothers, so there's three boys and three girls, so like mm-hmm. the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and, man, that should be the, that should be the cover. <laughs> I got so many ideas here. Um, no, but then, I mean, I have, God, I don't even know, uh, one, two, three, four, so three, six. Nobody's seven. ever asked you this before, have they? No, I've never had to count people. <laughs> I think I've got six, six nieces and nephews. Yeah. And then my own son now. Yeah. How old so. are you, by the way? I'm 20. You, I'll be 26 in. Okay, that, that's probably what I would have guessed. Actually, you know, not not totally baby face, but you you, <laughs> you got a little like if it wasn't for a little of the scruff. Yeah, I, like, I would no, probably ID so, you if you were asking for beer. <laughs> so, uh, funny story. I went to we were um, visiting one of my friends, and they live um, in one of the cities south of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, my niece was like, I had like I hadn't shaved in like a week, so I was just like just scruffy as hell. Oh yeah, patchy and, too, uh, or is it? Com- how is it? Is no, it coming like nice? I, I'm like the only one, so my Attaboy. brothers can't grow facial hair. Amazing, but mine like grows in and connects, and like my brothers, it grows <laughs> in all like white trashy like Joe Dirt. Yeah, <laughs> dear tape. So, <laughs> so mine it all connects, you know. So like I actually I looked like you know my age, and mm-hmm. I shaved, and I told my niece because we were going down for a wedding. And I told my niece, I was like, I'm totally getting carded all weekend this weekend. And t- straight up, I the lady at the the one mini store we stopped at, I'd stopped to get uh can't chew or something. And she's yeah. like, she's like looking at me and she's like, well, can I see your ID? And I was like, I knew it. Well, I handed my ID and she goes, oh, wow, I would have guessed you were much younger than this. And I was like, well, how old do I look? She goes, I don't know, 18. And I was like, I don't look that old, do I? Honestly, yeah, I, would, if I, I shaved, would. If you told me I'd, 18, I believe you. To be really? honest, yeah, man. I don't know, I, and I take it as a as a compliment. Oh, yeah, a, and that's what she says. She's like, "Oh, you should be." That's a compliment. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, yeah." But if I take my my hat off, you'll see my balding and my gray hair. So, mm. <laughs> see, <laughs> my, it, um, it's nice to just have the hat as like a backup. Like I'm realizing, me, I don't know, like getting you know getting into the mid thirties. I'm like, is there like an age where like the baseball hat isn't allowed anymore? I actually, I've been thinking about this a lot as as I 
you know, as I age, the people who are older than me I've grown up with, they are also obviously aging as well. And I'm noticing that fewer and fewer of them are hanging or rocking the baseball cap. And I'm like, at what point is that not allowed? Because I kind of, it's it's kind of a go-to. Like, even just tonight, <laughs> we're just like, it's the end of a weekend. This is just a disaster under it. And it's just kind of nice. I, like, it kind of tidies everything up. We got to bring it back, man. We got to bring back the, <laughs> we gotta, for, well, the for the aging millennials. I think I think you're all right because I, I well I work in the oil field and I mean I work with a bunch of you know the the old timers and they all wear hats so you're mm-hmm. good. <laughs> How long I have you worked in that? Uh, in the oil seven fields? years now. Yeah, holy crap, man! So, yeah, so, dude, I was just talking about like that sort of path for you know people I guess in that this end of the world. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think there's sort of like a valley of oil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like this whole section because it kind of like follows. Like the tar sands up there kind of tie into like the anticline here and like mm-hmm. the Bakken and everything. So, I mean, it's this whole like valley here. I mean, it's yeah. just real strong. Yeah. So like you have this, this draw that pulls you basically from high school, I guess that, that, that math adds up about pretty closely. And yep. it was just out of yeah. high school, you would have graduated, I guess, 19 to 20. Yep. I graduated, I actually graduated school, um, like six months early. I tried to get graduate a year early, God but, uh, show, man, are you just another one of those, these prodigies you and no, Alexander? No, Alexander no, I'm not Wendia. smart at all. I just okay. hated school. Oh, so you were just <laughs> so like I doubled, racing to the end. I doubled up, uh, I doubled up a bunch of classes, like starting my junior year, mm-hmm. I doubled uh, a bunch of my classes and took the senior classes. And then my senior year, I only had like two classes. So. That's kind of smart though. Cause I, I don't even think that was an option. I basically just took afternoons off in my last year of high school. Like yep, I had seen. so f- many credits just out of like grade 10. You yep. take like advanced French and it counted for like three courses. And that like, I did a couple of things like that. And by the end I was like, yeah, I'm done at lunchtime. And I just hung out and chewed tobacco and played cards in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's basically like, that's what my year would have consisted of. Cause I would have been at semester. I wouldn't have had any more credits left. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have even had to go to school at that yeah. point. Um, so I just, you know, opted to finish early and I'd originally intended to go to school right away. Um, I was going to go to college. Well, I was going to go to trade school. I wanted to get a, uh, certificate in welding, mm-hmm. but, uh, my girlfriend, who's my wife now, um, she was in Billings going to school and she had came back and she was doing her classes online. Mm-hmm. And she's she's more tied to this area than I am. And, you know, she wanted to stay in the area. So I just started throwing applications out. And in Baker, I mean, you're either a farmer or you work in the oil field. There's no your two way. options. Yeah. So, you know, I just kind of got tied into it. And I started as like a, uh, what's it called? Like a subcontract. I worked for a company that hired people that contracted you out to a company. Mm-hmm. So I sense. actually started with ConocoPhillips. Oh, and I worked wow. for them. I worked for them for three years. And then they sold this field. And now I just work for... It's called Denberry. They're kind of like a mom and pop startup, but I mean, it's not it's not really uh, what I want to do. But it pays mm-hmm. the bills. So. What is what is it that you want to do? Um, I don't really know. <laughs> so it's it, one of those like not this like and not, is it anything that, else? Like is it that? Well, I really like um like video editing. Yeah, since like since me like because I always did it. Um, like throughout high school and stuff like that, I always screwed around with different like music editing and kind of like, you know, mashing songs together and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And, uh, um, you know, starting the podcast with Tony, mm-hmm. I've What's done up, a lot, a lot more video editing and, you know, mm-hmm. just him and I screwing around with that stuff. And it's really fun. And, you know, content creation, stuff like this, yeah. um, 
it's it's just a blast you know when did you i don't know the the history between you and tony actually it, i always i always think anthony like, like yeah. we got it we got to fix this on the twitter like john johnny casino had the same thing he had to eventually just go with johnny casino that was it <laughs> beeler is his maiden name when he married dave moore he had to become johnny casino and that was that <laughs> uh he's gonna hate me for that what's up johnny what's what what's the history here Are you guys so, like where did you meet so um it's been a little over two years ago now mm, we were mm-hmm. both in the um nintendo dad's um of patreon mm-hmm. so we kind of met up on the the line chat and him and one of the other guys that were in there were uh doing a a small podcast and you know i was just kind of threw it out there i was like oh if you guys ever need a third seat you know i'd love to you know jump in and try love my hand that. at podcasting hell yeah so we did a few episodes with him and it really didn't work out mm-hmm. and me and tony were like well we'll still do it you know and we just never got around to it. Uh, my son had just been born, so we were busy with that. And, uh, you know, we talked about it off and on. We were like, we, ah, you know, we really need to do this. And finally, this just this last, uh, this, I think it was like s- spring, we brought it up. And then this summer, we were like, okay, we are going to do it. Yeah, and uh, put this time aside and, you know, just kind of started doing it. So, but yeah, we've talked on and off, you know, for the last two years and, that's been fun. Isn't that hilarious? It's like one of those just, yeah, we could we could probably get around to this. And just before you know it, like life is just kind of like on fast yeah. forward. It's like, is that click? Is that the, uh, or, yeah. yeah, like, oh, what click. a, can't believe I even just referenced a terrible uh, <laughs> Adam uh, Sandler. Sandler movie. Man, I need to, I'm also chugging like some, some McDonald's coffee here. Just shout out to the Xbox drive because I'm just like, I don't know, man, I'm running on fumes uh, tonight. Anyways, um, because I was looking back in our Twitter chat, and by the way, while I'm talking about that, sorry that it's taken this long to oh, for no. this ad. I was like, holy crap, we've been talking since like <laughs> September or October, and then oh, yeah, no, we I just we and then we uh, missed earlier this month. So I'm glad to have you on. Oh, I'm glad uh, to finally be. Never, here. never would have, never would have been talking about uh, cards against humanities if this like <laughs> this this is happening today for for a very good reason. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I remember we were talking about like names and like your, like pixels was kind of being kicked around with something about yep. pixels and stuff. And Quest for Pixels is a name that you guys kind of landed on, not Nintendo, right? So nope. it's still like no Nintendo nope. in the name, still kind of leaves you open to other stuff. Yep, and that was kind of our idea. You know, we're both avid Nintendo fans. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Nintendo is my main, I mean, my main you count console. I've, <laughs> yeah, I, I mainline Nintendo. <laughs> um, you know, because I've owned from super nintendo nintendo was my first console yeah man and from there forward <laughs> like i loved it like i'm glad that you know because i was born you know right at the time that super nintendo was coming out and getting big mm-hmm. and i grew up on it and i mean we had it we got lucky uh, me and tony talked about this but one of my sister's boyfriend's mom owned a uh, like a video rental shop oh no and way. they rented games and they closed down and they were in the town across from us and they closed down and they just like put everything in boxes well mm-hmm. he uh asked my sister if we had a console and she's like yeah and he's like all right well here you guys should have this it was like 110 games come on yeah so we ended up with this giant ass box of games and it was great because it was like you know going to the video store every day you could just sit there and i think it caused this i have this really bad gamer add oh, where course. i play a game for like 10 minutes and pop it out and put another game in mm-hmm. and that created it but it was cool because there's a lot of games, a lot of obscure stuff that I probably would have never played. Did you ever play UN Squadron? Have you heard me talk about UN Squadron before? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never played it, though. Oh, 
Oh, I gotta find somebody. I I have. I really want to. Oh though. my god! <laughs> I need to. I, did you did you get an SNES uh, uh, mini? Did you get a classic yep. edition? Did yep. you? Are you gonna mod it? I don't know. I, yeah, I want to because right. I didn't. I didn't do the. I didn't do the NES, but I really want to do the Super Nintendo because Super Nintendo. There's so many games. I love mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. I know. I just wanted a, like a legit controller. Like that's yeah. kind of the best thing about that's... it. It comes with like the great two controllers. Well, that's great because it's a brand new Super Nintendo controller, mm-hmm. and mine had already had some wear and tear on it because of all the other brothers and sisters that were playing it. Of course, you know. So by the time I got to, you know, it was already broke in, and it's just awesome having a brand new Super Nintendo oh, controller. It's got that, it has that like sort of like bend to it. Like I don't know about you, when I'm playing just like a fighting game, even I'm just trying to get that last. Yeah. Level, like you just like you can hear that creak a little bit for some reason. You pretty know soon, it's not going to break, but <laughs> pretty soon it'll have that arc in it. Probably perfectly in your hands. You know what? I never actually. That's the thing is that I never really owned it, so I should check back with neighbor Matt to see. Like maybe I maybe I kind of warped his a little bit, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really sure. But I want to. Like I'm looking at this thing, and of course, there's more games on it. Like there's more hours on this thing that I have time for. Like even then, there's yeah. a bunch of games on it that I never played before. I never played Earthbound. Never played Super Mario oh, RPG. Dude. Like just right there couple hundred hours out of the rpgs on it those two you need to play like earthbound is one of like it's a classic like i never got to play it i remember seeing it um and i kind of kick myself now Mm -hmm. but it's something that when you're a a young child you don't think about it i was only like six you should have seen uh, the future where these things are going to sell for like 200 dollars with a box well we were we were at kmart i remember specifically being at kmart and there was one of those bargain bins and the giant ass earthbound boxes just filled with them no and i remember walking past it and looking at it and i wanted it but i guess i didn't really know what it was of course and you know and you could have picked it up for i think they you know were probably 25 30 bucks or whatever for bargain because it was like a hundred dollar oh man that's killer i know like that's like one of those memories that kind of pains me now (laughs) And, like, how many bargain bins would you have walked by in your lifetime and, like, don't remember anything really special or sticking out about all the different games that you would have seen? But, of course, this is the memory that you hold. Like, something in your brain told you, lock this in. You're going to regret walking by later. That giant goofy box (laughs) because it came with, you know, like, the big manual and everything in it. So I think it was just that that stuck with me because I remember seeing the box and the box was so cool. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, the best part of games back then was, like, looking at the box Mm -hmm. and all the the fake art that was on them. Yeah, right. Like, that didn't really describe. (laughs) That tricked you into buying like some of the crappy games that tricked you into buying them it's like this don't look like that at all i know we're all upset about loot boxes and stuff like that but like yeah that was like flat out just lying to you this is absolutely not even close so let's loop back to quest for pixels i don't want to skip over that too much man and and um so you and tony kind of like you're talking about this for a little while how's it been how's it been going because i think everybody should podcast whether or not a thousand people listen or zero people listen i think everybody should do it because it's awesome oh yeah and like so, you know, we, we stuck with the quest thing because originally it was we did it was the uh, warp pipe. God, I can't remember now. Um, warp pipe treehouse. Yep. Was what it originally was back yep. when we first started. Um, and we kind of wanted to we wanted to stay in the gaming realm. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we wanted to give ourselves a little bit of freedom. So we're not just stuck on Nintendo because right. you know, I have a PlayStation and I've or played Xbox and stuff. 
Yeah, or marijuana, yeah. or you know what? With the one podcast we talked about, not wearing pants while you podcast because oh, it's a that's topic. That's amazing. That's <laughs> nobody really can good. see. Nobody can see from here down. So why does it matter? <laughs> I, literally this morning, I recorded with Bobby. Recorded episode two of the Gaming Gurus, and I was not wearing pants. I'll just tell you that right now. Like, <laughs> and you're awesome. absolutely right. That's so funny that you say that. Today of all days, it's not like I'd make a habit out of this. But yeah, no, it was but, it was too hot, too hot for pants. <laughs> That's, that's crazy. Another, that's another name. Too hot for pants. Too hot the pod, cool on the podcast. That's another thing I want to add on to everything. <laughs> but anyways, you know, we wanted to, uh, you know, leave ourselves open and, you know, just kind of like the way we refer to it, or at least I refer to it is that playground chat, but on, mm-hmm. a, on an adult level. Love so, that. you know, we both bring a topic. We kind of stole that from Bobby, you know, with like uh, where him and Toby, mm-hmm. but we both kind of bring a topic, you know, gaming related, game related, anything, you know, movies, whatever. And just like how the friends used to, you know, shoot the wind on the playground talking about what cool things they had and mm-hmm. what cool movie they watched or whatever. And uh, for both of us, you know, it's just really good. Like in anybody, like if you need an outlet, podcasting is a great outlet, like just because I don't live in an area where I have many people to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. with, you know, and the people that I work with at work don't even really know what Nintendo is probably. So, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's just a great outlet. And, um, you know, we've gotten, you know, like our YouTube channel just recently hit like 100 viewers or 100 subscribers. So you have your custom URL. Yep. Yep. We got our custom URL this week. YouTube.com slash Quest for Pixels. Yep. And, you know, it's been picking up really good. And we've got, you know, a few people that, uh, thank you, that have, you know, spoke out. And like Mike, um, uh, Mike BC, he's from the Nintendo Dads line chat. I met him there, too. You know, and he's really been, you know, really supportive and chatting with us and stuff. So that's Mm -hmm. been really fun. And then the Twitch channel, we've been doing a lot of game streaming, you know. It's nothing like, you know, like people play for time trials or whatever we just play and shoot the wind yeah <laughs> so i mean that's just the fun part about it dude i love i love how nintendo dads also is like this this fertile gr- breeding ground for like oh, new podcasts and like people you know, meet each other and stuff i was listening to you and justin yeah um, man. i just listened to that one the other day and i was thinking about that i was like wow there's a lot of podcasts that have just kind of come from that yeah that are people like how uh people have met and everything you know dave moore um, and i met through there too like in you know, addition to of course the nintendo does themselves but like i mean the whole like forget being cool and day space itself like the state of that is because of nintendo dads because him and i kind of met through those guys as well it's just it's awesome that this whole community has come together and all these different communities have pulled together because of it and it's so. cool because like you know i think when you when everybody first starts out it's like this is i just want this to be huge or you have like these yeah. grand like delusions of grandeur really and and then you discover that everybody and their dog is doing a podcast and like there's a a reaction whether it's like oh that's encouraging or there's oh well like who am i compared to all these other podcasts like there's just observations that i think that you make and the best part when all that kind of like first initial reaction settles is Mm -hmm. look at all these people that i have all of a sudden like all these years i thought i had nobody to talk about video games with and honestly i could quit my day job and i wouldn't make any money of course but i could quit (laughs) my day job and like guest on every one of these shows that i've now been discovering and i could be talking about video games probably 16 17 18 hours a day seven days a week just because so many people and i just love the like the slightly different takes that everybody does on the podcast and especially um, going through nintendo dads uh everybody just does it a little differently just to keep it kind of interesting and i've really kind of enjoyed that where at first i thought i was kind of discouraged by 
there's thousands. Like there's way more than I thought there was. You see, and I was, I mean, when we first talked about it, I was kind of discouraged because, I mean, I just looked at my you know podcast feed and how many that I actually listened to. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it, and I like listening to, uh, like you and Bobby when you did, you know, if we ran Nintendo or like if a game, a topic, like you know, like a game came up or whatever. Hearing everybody's take on that game mm-hmm. is really cool. I mean, not whether or not I'm going to buy it, but just hearing everybody's experience. Yeah. You know, have you found that like podcasting has changed how you're playing games or you talked about movies and stuff too? Like, is it, do you, are you a little more focused or is it just kind of like life as usual? Um, I'm a little bit more focused. I think I tune more into the game I'm playing. Mm -hmm. Um, like I'm playing Skyrim for better or for worse. Oh, are you? Nice. So I played the last time I played Skyrim was, um, on Xbox 360 Mm -hmm. and I haven't touched it since. And, uh, you know, I start playing on Switch now, and I'm more focused on, you know, paying attention to the story, paying attention to some of the different things that go on in the game, mm-hmm. um, even things like loading times, whether they matter or not. It's just something, you know, like, you know, I want to talk about this. How so, are the loading times on Switch? Because I hated um, the loading. The loading times got worse and worse the further you got into Fallout 4, and it yep. just, like, continued to ruin my experience with that, where I was having a great time at the start. I began to pick up more and more of the problems and load times was sort of the one that always came up pretty consistently. The one nice thing about the load times is they're consistent. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, like when you're like fast traveling, it's mm-hmm. always the same. Um, it's about, I think it's a few seconds. Like that's it. Like just like oh, two really? or three seconds behind PS4. Oh, and it's, I, I mean, it's worlds ahead of, uh, like Xbox and PS3 oh, or Xbox yeah. 360 and PS3, way ahead of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the game cart helps that. I think, mm-hmm. um, it improves the load speeds there, but, uh, it's on par with, you know, PS4 load times. But the one thing I've noticed, cause I'm, I don't know, 17 or 18 hours into that game right now. And, uh, it loads consistently, mm-hmm. um, like going from inside to outside of a door is quick. Um, going from one area, like fast traveling from one area to the other area isn't bad, mm-hmm. but it's consistent. It's the same amount of time each time. Like it hasn't gotten gradually worse because I had the same problem with Fallout 4. Yeah, like the more you explored. Yeah. Yep. The more the map you opened up, it seemed like the more data it had to load and it was mm-hmm. loading, you know, like all that. One nice thing, too, is um, I think the draw distance is a tad bit shorter on the uh, switch. So it doesn't have to load as much. So it lo- mm-hmm. does load a little bit quicker. Man, that's so funny too. Like it, it's sort of the opposite end on the on the X that we're seeing with the the Xbox One, where yes, like you got a, a much more powerful machine and the draw distances are great and the textures are amazing. But like with all of that comes more data and yep. all kind of like being bottlenecked onto a I think it's just a fifty four hundred RPM hard drive. And yeah, yeah, like you're only going to get so fast on that. Whereas you're right with the switch, like the, the, the visual aspects are all going to be capped based on what it can output, which means that the loading time will also be capped. And I'm very much of the mind, especially with the video games and the older that I get, like if I'm, if I'm playing a game and I die, or if I'm constantly opening a door, loading up a new area and a loading screen pops up, I'm just looking at my phone and just like scrolling through Twitter. And I actually won't look back quick enough and what ends up happening is the load times are sort of exacerbated a little bit because Mm -hmm. i'll just spend like more time on twitter than i should or on on facebook or wherever just looking through the same crap and um i'm big on load times dude like i i think that that's a huge aspect that not enough people talk about really well and i think more people well and i think it's a good talk i mean a good point for you know both like all developers need to take a page on nintendo's book Mm -hmm. because 
they have mastered it. I mean, they can compress their games efficiently to where the load times aren't ridiculous. I mean, now, I mean, there was some games on on the the, the Wii U that had you know some bad load times, mm-hmm. um, yeah. well, and yeah, there's not- some games. Not horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were. I'm trying to think of Nintendo games that would have had bad load times. I think Kirby Rainbow Curse had the like the oh, like uh, loading loading levels was mm-hmm. the worst. I think I that I noticed. I feel, well, the OS actually is probably the best example of just a failed attempt on Nintendo's part yeah. to like yeah. really hone in on that because they've always been so tight with that kind of thing. How are you liking Skyrim a second time around? Um, I'm actually so. On the Switch, I like it ten times more than I did oh. on Xbox because I'm not tied to a screen. Right, because you can games play like that. Can... Well, exactly, and I'm chasing my kid around, and that's like <laughs> having a kid changes how you play games. Yeah, changes man. the amount of time that you can play games. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you're so stuck to a room. screen, exactly. <laughs> 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 um, and being able to just pick it up and go and mm-hmm. like you know jason wants to play blocks jason. okay well i can take it with me and play in his bedroom we can sit there and play blocks and i can have my switch there too mm-hmm. so you know stuff like that's nice um the game itself uh it's cool because it's such a big game that i'm playing it differently than i did last time mm-hmm. so i've already ran into a couple different quest lines that i didn't experience the first time through oh of so course, that's been really man. cool like so, how did how was your style? Is it, are you approaching the game differently? Like I, I only played Skyrim for just honestly just for a little bit, and I, I, do you play the Dragon Age games as well? Like, is that even possible to play both? Because I'm of the mind that you basically pick one or the other in terms of like the fantasy RPGs, and I'm obviously maybe a little biased in a way, but Bioware's captured my imaginations with the my imagination with Dragon Age games. See, and I played uh, I played Dragon Age on 360. Mm-hmm. Um. And I didn't get into that one quite as far much. Um, I played it. I played a lot. Of, like a, I put a lot of time into it. But uh, at that point, you know, I, was still in, I was still in high school and yeah. I was a bum. And I just sat right. in my room and played games. So oh, those are the days, right? <laughs> I know. Like put blankets over the windows mm. and forget what time it is. Like, we that... play Call of Duty. Oh, oh yeah. dude. We would play. So I think it was the first Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. And I had this group of friends and we would bring each one of us had an xbox 360 so we'd bring their tvs and their xbox over to my house because i had this big huge long room Mm -hmm. and we would hook up all the tvs and all the xboxes and we'd sit there and play call of duty for just hours like i think we went 18 hours like we didn't even like i don't think we could even respond to each other at the end of it Mm -hmm. like we had blankets over the windows we had blankets over the windows so you didn't know whether it was day or night you didn't look at the clock (laughs) i mean it was great it's like the best solitary confinement that that ever existed like where you actually don't know if it's if it's day or night and the best thing about like that sort of whether it's a land party or whatever where everybody's grabbing their tv and their system is everybody thought in that moment nobody's ever done this before like we figured out a way to play this game that is better than anybody's ever figured out and it's like it goes against i don't know about you but like Growing up, going uh, to neighbor Matt's house, that console was never to be unplugged. It was yep. even to move if they ever bought like a new TV or like I remember renovations where we go from one room to the next. It was a huge deal to move the VCR and everything else to the, yep. to the new room. That thing was never to be to be removed. And so when you grow up and when you're in college or high school and it's like this is your stuff or you have the balls to move your parents TV like are you kidding me this is amazing <laughs> and to have it next to something else is my now of course 
you know, you, everybody <laughs> should should marry somebody who plays games because then you have oh, dude, two like, TVs side by side. It's been so great. So I've been showing my wife, your wife's stuff, like, you know, like she's into video games. I was like, see, it's okay. You should get it more into it. Like, oh, yeah. She's like real timid. Like she, so she's been playing Mario Odyssey and she's kicking my ass in it. Mm-hmm. But, um, like Animal Crossing was really my first, like, you have to play this game. And she's like, mm-hmm. why would I play that? That's dumb. And I just, you know, nagged on her, nagged. Well, finally, I bought her a 3DS and the game for Christmas. And I was like, now you have to play it. Just try it. That's all I asked. Just try it. And I think she put like 400 hours or 450 oh. hours into that game. And I was like, see, you like video games. I said, you just got to give them a try. And she's mm-hmm. always like, well, no, no, I don't. I don't want to try that. I don't want to try that. It's like, just try new things. It's that it's that adult in you that's like, ah, I should probably like maybe not, maybe not. But like the kid is always going to be there. The kid will always <laughs> yep. kind of like the the hooks will will get into you tell her to listen to uh what's good games because that's really like it chelsea's been listening to that quite a bit lately i've been talking about this lately and like it's getting her back into like when you listen to maybe just not average uh, like out of shape white guys talk about <laughs> video games like maybe they're just looking for a little something else it's not <laughs> even animal crossing is a great kind of gateway drug into it, and this is sort of like just throw a little just lace it with a little something else too with a little yeah. little podcast <laughs> <laughs> she Dude, that's like, introduced I me think, to animal crossing too that's awesome i think that would you know like having like for just to hear other girls talking about it mm-hmm. i think that would open it up you know because it's still like there still carries that stigma of you know gaming is a guy's thing it's like mm-hmm. no not at all it's not no <laughs> like, and, and i and all the guys are saying the same thing like as much as we try to be different from one another like there's only so many different like perspectives we're all going to be playing generally about the same games but there's something about hearing some of them talk about like uh steimer is one who will talk about uh she does like skyrim or she'll put like hundreds of hours into these deep like the witcher and it's like yep. that is so like they just they play these games differently so you hear yep. somebody talk about it in different ways like well, yes Dude, of course we should have more of that i forgot who it was that was at ign um i was still i think i was either just graduating i think it was about that time i heard her talking about it was when uh one of the world of warcraft uh, uh, like expansions came out mm-hmm. and i was listening to her talk about you know, like playing world of warcraft i was like wow i did not know girls played that game like every girl i've met thought it was you know like why the hell would you play world of warcraft but people just, got married I mean, on world of warcraft i, mean, I know so i guess there's at least two <laughs> but like hearing that like at that point Cause that was when I was starting to like, you know, drop the stigma of like, you know, like I always loved Nintendo consoles, Mm -hmm. but it was always that, well, I'll play Xbox because that's what everyone else is playing. Mm -hmm. So I'd always play like, I was like a closet gamer for Nintendo, but one of my other friends was kind of the same way. Like he had all these Nintendo consoles, but you know, he was just a closet gamer when it came to that. Mm -hmm. But that was when I, you know, cause coming out of like this, like I just, I wear Nintendo shirts every day now. And like, I have a super Nintendo sweatshirt that I wear. So like, um, I heard that and that kind of changed my, you know, thoughts on gaming as a whole too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's more than just, you know, 18 year old guys playing games. Right. I think you and I are similar in that way. Like even like high school or even younger, like if we were, if I was with the friends who I knew were into games, that's all we talked about. Like we were just yep. like waiting to maybe even go to like the Seven Eleven down the street so we could play Tekken or whatever, just this really crappy arcade that they just kind of <laughs> had gathering dust in the corner, but we loved it. But I wouldn't like talk to everybody else about. I can't wait to get my official Xbox magazine, you know, in the <laughs> mail and things like that. And then now, I mean, we're on the internet 
talking about this stuff. Like it doesn't get much more public than this. And on, on Twitter yeah. and people at my work follow me on Twitter, whether or not they know to the level of any of this, uh, I don't know. But like, there is that barrier that, that you sort of break through at what point? And like, I think, sorry. I think it's just becoming an adult, like, or like mm. looking at it as an adult. It's mm-hmm. just like, I don't care what you think about my hobbies. It's what I enjoy to do. And, you know, I have so much free time and this is what I choose to spend my free time on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other things that I, you know, like I like, mechanicking and stuff like that like i've been fixing up my my brother-in-law my uh wife's younger brother passed away uh two years ago Mm. and uh he had brought this pickup over and it's like a 60 no a 72 ford yeah and he wanted to fix it that was the only thing he wanted to do you know so you know i worked on that and this last uh last spring i was working on that you know and there's other things i like to do but i mean gaming has been that one consistent in my life that i've always loved Mm -hmm. and i finally got to the point where it's like okay i love it and i don't care if somebody you know and there's not so many people now is i mean it's really changed in the last 10 years like in high school i remember getting picked on because of like video games Mm -hmm. which sucks you know i i didn't want to pick on anybody because of their hobby you know i didn't like sports so i didn't pick on them but, I always you know, think like I, that. I never, I never, you know, I couldn't see the difference because it's like the people, like these guys I work with, you know, they'll talk about uh, fantasy football, mm-hmm. and I made the comment the one day because they were talking about fantasy football the same day they were making fun of Pokemon Go, and I was sitting there, I was like, you do realize that fantasy football is just Dungeons and Dragons for nerds or for 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 jocks, right? And oh, they just like looked it. at me, and I was like, it's the truth. What do they so, say? Because it's absolutely oh, the truth. It's well, like there well, is one guy. Hit, one guy goes, "Well, it's Dungeons and Dragons." I was like, oh, "Okay, no. well." <laughs> and you're like, "Well, let's let me let me bust out my glasses and I'll be the dungeon me, master." <laughs> let me get my book. I'll explain this to you. <laughs> but as soon as you do that, like as soon as you like, even if you were to explain, and and people are like, "Man, you sound like a real nerd talking about Dungeons and Dragons." Like, yeah, that's kind of the point that I'm making. <laughs> yeah, this? it's like it levels the playing field. It's like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of differences between all this stuff. And that's the thing, yeah, I, like I hear, I sit around and, and I don't, I don't feel, I would rather play, you know, dedicate 10, 20, 30 hours into a game than the same amount of time into a, a TV show that may or may not pay off in the end, or yeah. maybe it gets canceled or whatever. I just, like for me, my dedicated time and entertainment is, is video games. But yep. when people get around, they talk about Stranger Things for two hours, I get it. But like, oh, yeah. You're right. It's sometimes it's the same people who go, "No, I'm not playing video games." But you'll sit in front of a TV for seven and you'll hours. Geek and out, you'll geek out about this, like you know everything about this TV yes, series. Which good What's for the you? difference? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll, totally. Like I'll power to you, but you're the I mean, kettle and you're black. <laughs> the pot calling the kettle. Wait, that sounded way more racist than I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't racist. That was not. That was not my intention. <laughs> I love that you're rocking the Canardian Gamer T-shirt. Oh yeah, dude. by the way, I love the shirt. It's like one of my favorite shirts. That is so sweet. I love like that. It sort of looks like a. It's it's a maple leaf, certainly, yep. but it almost looks like that the mushroom has a has a hemp leaf on it, <laughs> which is bit. which is pretty meta if you think about it. <laughs> like it's just a Mark Carabin. What's up, Mark? You just got a whole lot of drugs happening on that shirt. <laughs> dude i want to take so after i saw this i want to take and like get a stencil for the mm-hmm. a button on my uh nintendo pro controller and like scrape the a off and put eh on it <laughs> amazing <laughs> i think that would be great i love that dude so are you having guests on your show like what's like what's when do when do people get to contact you and, and be on there 
Um, we kind of, you know, we've reached out to a couple of people. Like we talked to Bobby we had Bobby on the show mm-hmm. and that was great. Um, he was on like your uh, first or second show, wasn't he? I think it was the third one. Yeah. It was really early yeah, cause, on. Yeah. Cause I was, I had actually got a hold of him cause I was like trying to figure out like the hosting business and all that kind of stuff. Like trying to figure out how it actually works. Come to day space. It's cheap. Be part I know. Of the family. See, and that's, that's what we were working on. Like we'd like to move over to day space. Do it. It's easy um, when it's early on, man. It's when you got like uh, Todd Oxford, or the Secret Friends United. They got six thousand <laughs> episodes. Eventually, maybe that'll happen. But do it, do it now. Do it like the PlayStation, the Nintendo. Wait, what the hell is Joseph Moran's called? The PlayStation Podcast. He's going to be yep. coming over. I think Joseph, you're going to do that now. By the way, uh, yeah, man, do it. It's a great family growing over there. You know, and like like me and Tony talked about. So I read this article and it's like, you know, after a podcast, after 10 episodes are the ones that normally stick around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got these 10 episodes under our belt now and Congratulations, you know, it's, it's rolling. Thank you. And I think, you know, it would be, you know, all right for us to move over to something like that because it's, you know, the podcasts that are there are, you know, very dedicated podcasts and yep, it's great. Not going because, anywhere. Exactly. And you know that they're always coming out and we just wanted to make sure, you know, everything was turning and That's we fair. had. We had, a, you know, something in order and like we've kind of fallen into our our niche mm-hmm. sort of, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just a, a bullshit session. Basically, it's all ours is you never know what you're going to get. But I love that. It sort of reminds me like a little bit of uh, Fluxapose is sort of like organized yep. chaos a little bit of just like two guys. Just let's just talk about stuff. And those are some of my favorite shows. And you guys, even from a technical aspect, have grown so much from the from the first day. And like the best part is you've already hit episode, you know, you're past episode ten. You're already looking back, I'm sure, on the first few. And oh, yeah. you know, as you as you, you know, ten, twenty, thirty, and you go back to listen to the early days and go, Goodness gracious. Oh yeah, like so we have this plan for for our, you know, this is I'm just gonna drop this shell here. Okay. Um, okay. So for our for our Scoot. one year, since once we get to our one year, we're gonna take um like edits from like the first, you know, so many episodes oh, yeah. and just like cringeworthy stuff. You mm-hmm. listen to us like try to be professional. <laughs> so that's kind of our like idea. So like have we're you watching already gotten what we over say. that part? Have you already gotten over yeah, the like, like try to be like this polished, like really look at my opinions are so smart and intricate and really good. It's like, yeah, whatever, like man. we find that like we relaxed, like because we were trying to like separate, you know, like this is this part of the show. This is and now we just kind of like flow through it. That's awesome. Like and it works a lot better that way because we want ours to come across as a conversation. So yeah. that's why we changed, you know, it's Quest for Pixels conversation mm-hmm. because it's not we're, we're not focused on the news. If there's something big in the news we want to talk about, that'll be, you know, our topic and we'll mm-hmm. really dig into it. But, uh, you know, it's just a conversation. Nice, man. And that's how we're, you know, carrying it through. And we both relaxed. And I'm not afraid to talk and hear myself when I edit now. So yeah. that makes it a lot more like like hearing yourself talk is like one of the most cringing, like cringeworthy things ever. Like till you get used to hearing your voice. It's like, God, I didn't think I sounded like that. But yeah, uh, or like getting over that helps. Definitely. And also, I think like for me, one of the biggest things was completing a thought and not even that i'm really that great at it even now because i like i'll start one place and i'll go somewhere else but like even at least i'm able to carry on that that train of thought even if i'm going off into 16 different directions i'll i'll continue with it whereas i feel like before and in my professional life or even personal just like having conversations with people like what the f was i talking about (laughs) what was that and like i would kind of like trail off and like the confidence and the speech wasn't there at all and i just feel like no matter what you're and not that everybody's going to get that benefit, but that was the situation for me that I came into podcasting that has sort of has a, has a bit of an, an arc to that narrative. There's other things that have come out of it, of course, but I think that that's the one thing that I really acknowledge is 
when I started this sentence and this story that I've been talking about for more than a moment now before, I wouldn't be able to complete this thought. And now yeah. it's sort of like a little bit better. And it's just practice. It's amazing if you look at how many hours you to start talking. Yeah. And I, I'm glad that, you know, I don't have too many people pointing out all the, the terrible habits that I've picked up. I like <laughs> to just like pat myself on the back every once in a while. I think like, okay, well, that's, it's gotten a little bit better. Well, I have the same problem. Like, I will start, like, I'll be asked a question, and then I'll say something about that question, and then I give my opinion about something that is not related to it at all. But that's and not that's a weakness. Just, that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's, like, my, that's my ADD kicking in. Of like, course. I have, like, I grew up with terrible ADD, ADHD, constantly freaking fidgeting around mm-hmm. and, like, chewing pens apart and stuff. Oh, no. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, like, I was in school one time, and I was chewing a pen, and I didn't realize it because you can't feel ink. Mm-hmm. And my oh. teacher walks up to me, she's like, you have ink all over. I was like, what? <laughs> it's just, like, everywhere, all down my what? shirt, yeah. all oh, over my face. Course. Dude, it was horrible. But uh, There's at least two other people, the two people who listen to the show, they both experience that exact same thing. <laughs> so you're you're not alone. I knew a but, guy uh, who ate who ate glue one time. That was on really? purpose. So there you go. <laughs> Needed it by accident. That was not, <laughs> that well, not I, a big deal. I shoved an M M&M and M up my nose one time, and it got stuck, and I had to wait mm. for it to melt. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's well better than so, I did a pussy willow. <laughs> I, I did both in my ear, and I pulled that out, and it had all like the like it almost got infected. <laughs> that story I don't think I've ever told before. That was in grade two. That was really embarrassing. A hot take. <laughs> that's really. Man, that's some <laughs> memories that you just have like locked in. Like that was oh, I know. decades ago, and I'll never forget like the the doctor looking in with his little like that that telescope for your ear. It's <laughs> yeah. not what it's called, <laughs> and going like, "Oh, okay, I see." And I'm like, "Oh no!" Like it was in that moment because it was a while <laughs> later that like, "Oh, that's gone." Oh well, I guess I'll just go on with my life. <laughs> and yeah, guy had that. He got his little tweezers. He pulled it out, and it was just like this. It was like a pool ball like it was like an eight it was like an eight ball like just giant <laughs> he pulled it out i don't even know like the physics don't even work and it was just the, uh, just crazy. the wax and everything just oh absolutely <laughs> terrible dude i don't nope. want to um i don't want to run over time um but i wanted to throw it back to you before we kind of close close out like is there anything that you know we've been we we've been trying to get this recording for a little while is there anything that you wanted to like did you have anything in mind you wanted to talk about like what's going on with you well, man um, one thing I have to say is, you know, it kind of ties back to the podcasting and, um, the community and everything. Mm-hmm. So like this last year has been like a roller coaster for me. Um, yeah. so, uh, growing up, so my cousin that like got me into gaming, he passed away when I was young. And then like right after that, my aunt got diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I went through all that and she fought it for 10 years. And then now this last year, um, so the last two years, I guess. So my brother-in-law who I was really close with and like we played games constantly together, you know, he passed away and my sister got diagnosed with breast cancer. Holy so it's crap, like this, dude. it's like this weird, you know, how it just it, the same pattern happened again. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it threw me for a loop, like, um, mentally, I guess. So like, I was like falling apart and like, n- like close to just like losing my job because I couldn't stand going to work. And, um, doing this podcast and like, cause I've, so I've watched Bobby for like ever now. Like he was the geek guru, like in front of the green screen the first time I saw him. Oh my God. Yeah, man. And, um, it was like, it was before, like if we ran Nintendo, like I remember listening to you guys like pretty much from the start oh, and I've always kind of like been that guy, like in the back shadows, like afraid <laughs> to say anything <laughs> and like, um, you know, talking to Tony and everything, like I've gotten more vocal and I've like 
trained my because i've i like i don't know where it came from but like this weird social anxiety that like dominates me um i had to get over that and being like part of it the community like actually being part of it and talking to people Mm -hmm. and podcasting everything like that has helped me so much to the point where like you know i don't mind you know waking up in the morning and i can go to work and i don't have this anxiety and everything like that and um you know listening to you guys and all the podcasts i listen to you know the warp whistle and then uh you are the if we were in nintendo and bobby's the guru shows and everything you know everybody yeah. shows that i listen to just all that just helps <laughs> so like you know you know if anybody like you know has that same sort of like uh you know you don't really know where you're going or whatever like speaking out has been like tenfold for me it's it, it's crazy and um you know that was one thing that because i'd listened to your your show a while ago and it really made me think about it mm-hmm. um you know because i really connected on that um because of everything that I was going through. And I really thought about that. It's something that like, I don't know if it was a complete thought that I just said, but, um, yeah, no, I'm with you. It, I'm just, I'm getting out of it, the way. Cause uh, I, I'm right with you on this. It, it's just crazy that, yeah. you know, finding like friends, like, you know, it's like, I, I explained to my mom because, you know, she grew up in a way different age and like, she's finally like on board. Like, cause she's always like, well, you know, you need to, you know, go do something with somebody or talk to people, have friends, go find friends or whatever. Well, I live in a town of 1800 people and everybody is either at the bar or hunts. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not me. And she finally understands that. Like, these are my friends. I talk to them. It's not like I don't know people, right? You know, it's not people. It's not like everybody, nobody's hiding behind some anonymous name, you know? And, this group of people that I have to talk to, I've, you know, I feel like everybody, like they're my friends now. Yeah, man. And, and that whole, great. like, there's that notion of a small town. Everybody does the same thing except me. Like this, the, the tightly knit notion, like the aspect of the, of the city or the town that you live in. And it's like only amplifies the complexity and the, the, um, the conflict that we have in ourselves where we go like, why don't I just do what everybody else does? Like literally everybody else is on the same page, but here I am and I can't fit in with this, with this group. So what do I do now? And people are telling me to go do these things and they've got these solutions. It's like, that's not it. And no. yeah, man, like I, th- that's the thing I mentioned before. I, I've obviously had, uh, I've been very lucky and, and been had tremendous conversations with so many people and it's all about perspective and it's all about talking things through yeah. that we've been able to work things out and, and I've, and I'm in a much better place. And I think that just this vulnerability that, that we all have. And I think it's also maybe a part that has brought us to video games to begin with is that mm-hmm. we sort of all have that, well, what is it about me that makes me different? Or like, because video games were so new when we kind of were born into them, I'm yep. sort of hoping that it just becomes one of the channels or one of the, the pillars of entertainment that, that our kids grow up into. So if you're into games, it's just as nerdy as fantasy football, as you mentioned. And yep. yeah, like, this is one of those, I'm so glad that we have all met, we've all discovered each other, whether it's talking about some of the darker moments in our lives or if it's we talk about the things that make us happy and that brings us up into this new positive space. What a yep. blessing, man. Like what what are the chances that this is what we have discovered? Yeah. From doing this. Like all we wanted to like we all listen to Nintendo Dads or Podcast Beyond, or we all have that first podcast that we listened to that set us on this trajectory. 
and this side benefit that none yep. of us thought would ever happen. It's like, oh, talking, helpful, amazing. And, Who knew? Well, yeah, and it's like it was even a new experience like to me that, you know, like meeting people and, you know, that have the same interests on the Internet. It was still kind of like taboo to me that, you know, yes. you know meeting friends this way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's okay. like it's like me and Tony. Like, so I'm planning a trip. So me and my wife are going to take our trip in March, which is tax season here. So we're going mm-hmm. to they're actually coming to Edmonton. Because Jess has never been to, well, she's been to Canada once, but she was just a little itty bitty kid. So I'll be in Edmonton in March. We are playing games. I know, dude. I'm so, so we were talking about Tim Hortons last night. You and Zach. Zach's here too. Zach's there too. So we, you and me and Zach and Tony can all meet up. I love it. Let's do it. That'd be great. And like I said, I was talking, we were talking about Tim Hortons and I've always heard Tim bits and I never knew what they were. So I searched it last night on Google. I was like, oh my God, I have to eat these. Right oh, now. yes. That's the best part about Tim Hortons. I don't even like their coffee, but they're Tim bits. I don't know if this, if this is true, but we were always told that it was the middle part of the donut. Cause if for people yep. who don't know, they're just like tiny little balls of donut. And, um, yeah, we were always told like they're just like the, the middle part, but that's not yep. how donuts are made, but that's what we we're told. We we're stupid kids. So we believed it. Dude, Don't that would holes. be amazing. March, that would be awesome. Let's definitely yeah. do that. Yeah, um, dude. So, like, and it's crazy. Like I said, you know, I've, I've made, met people and I get to go meet them, like see them, you know, and it's great. And just different experiences like that, that it's, you know, like we're, we're talking about going to... No, yeah, see, well, you're Canadian, so I don't have to worry about anybody being rude to me. That's right. I'm supopposedly the rude one, so <laughs> I told uh, I told Tony, because he goes, yeah, I guess because we were talking about our streams, our streams are like, you know, he, we are... We try to keep the podcast, you know, like semi family friendly. Mm-hmm. And then like when we're streaming at night, it's just like, dang, it's dark. <laughs> I mean, like the the, nice. the penis jokes come out, the fart jokes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, he goes, he goes, I guess I'm not as Canadian as I thought. I said, no, you see, it's me. It's my Americanness that's rubbing off on you. And mm-hmm. I'm making you that way. We are pretty soon Canadians. you'll be going into work with your 72 ounce big gulp mug with full of soda and everything that you guys don't have up there. <laughs> we don't even call it soda. So what do you think? <laughs> well, they don't. Nobody. See, that's the funny thing too is nobody in Baker calls it soda either. It's pop. Yeah, pop. I don't know you. where I picked it up. Thank you. Well, well so, I mean, soda. I get it. Like it sounds fancy, so you don't want to well, drink my, like the crappy pop. You want to drink soda. You feel better well, my, about it. My brother was a trucker. Like he still trucks over the road. So I've pretty much been to every state mm-hmm. in America except for like Alaska. But uh, everybody outside of this narrow area where we live. <laughs> so like pretty much from mm-hmm. where you guys are now that I know you guys call it pop down to like the top of texas calls it pop yeah on both sides of that it's soda everywhere That's else it's soda. so i just refer to calling it soda pop so everybody knows what i'm talking about some places it's just, just coke let's, you order a pepsi and it's that's coke. true that's true <laughs> like people know if you say yeah. pop and you say that you don't anyways dude we're about kind of at that time this has been amazing and like i always say barely scratching the surface so now that we do uh multiple shows definitely gonna have to have you back on let everybody know we've talked about quest for pixels let everybody know where they can find you on the internet um with your with your twitter and your show and everything else like that uh twitter is quest for pixels and it's quest with the number four pixels um let's see youtube is youtube slash quest for pixels now with the four uh twitch where we've been doing a lot of our um spending a lot of our time is uh twitch.tv slash quest for pixels and we're on Instagram too. That's Quest for Pixels with a four. And then Facebook is, you know, Facebook.com slash Quest for Pixels with a four too. You are so we're in all everywhere. the places, man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, congratulations on on now being part of the statistical average where you're going to be on forever. 
<laughs> and this is this has been awesome. And thank you so much for taking time to chat with me tonight. This is sweet. It's been awesome. Thank you for having me. Whoa! Why don't we just pretend? And I assume, not pretend, we'll just assume that that went well. <laughs> I'm recording just before I go live with, with Mr. Sheldon, so thank you, I think. Hopefully we recorded even. I mean, remember that time we talked about that stuff? That was pretty sweet. Amazing, amazing chat. Thank you in advance slash in the past. This is time travel is breaking my brain. Sheldon, thanks, man. Remember, at Sheldon Benedict is not at Sheldon Benedict. He is at Nintendshell. And there's been actually a few times when I'm saying his name, I want to say Nintendshell just because of that Twitter. Uh, Nintendshell, one L, I guess is the way to describe that. Also, Quest for Pixels is the show. And that music, I just totally randomly found, not knowing if we're even going to talk about Donkey Kong, was Donkey Kong Country 2, all aboard the Glitter Express at ocremix.org. I forgot to mention, speaking of OC Remix... Uh, it always reminds me of the boys at Flux, opposed Jason Lacey and Lucas Rose. Guys, I needed to be listening to your show uh, a little while ago because I did a renovation at home and I messed up. I did not. Somebody mentioned on Twitter, I think I, I, I posted on Twitter that I had installed a bidet uh, attached to the toilet line so that we could spray off the the, the poop. The little, 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 little poop rocks that, that Lincoln drops in his cloth diapers. We could spray that off into the toilet, and then we could just wash his diapers. Super easy, right? Well, um, definitely didn't tighten up that bidet enough, and um, I had a renovation go bad. This morning, we woke up, and there was a giant, like, wet stain. Sounds wrong. Um, soaking wet ceiling in the laundry room. So that's great. And I should have been, when I did my renovations, I think the problem was I wasn't listening to Flexipo. So that's where all that story comes from. Uh, so I'll, I'll keep you guys up to date on where that goes. Right now we've got a fan going. we got a, a big hole carved in the, in the ceiling. It's been a great day. It's been a great week. My goodness gracious. Feeling really capable with my handyman skills. Uh, I, and, I, and I messed up. Should have been listening to Flexipo. You guys should check it out if you haven't already. Um, thank you again for listening. Thank you for subscribing, rating us on iTunes, giving it a thumbs up on YouTube.com slash WeTheNerd. Even if you listen to the podcast, you can go over there and give a thumbs up. I, I won't hate you for that. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. The show is We the GamerCast. The website is We the Nerdy. I'll be having a couple of reviews go up. It'll do two soon enough. Um, I feel like I owe a couple other ones. Uh, Skyforge, certainly. I should probably play that at some point uh, a little bit more. I think I talked about that with Dave on the Xbox Drive. So check that out as well. Of course, The Gaming Gurus is another show that you support at patreon.com slash better. So thank you guys for doing that. Uh, that's pretty much it. So thank you so much to our artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard. Uh, Gary Gray, I need to have on the show before the year is up. There are only a few weeks left, Gary, so let's figure that out. Our video designer, Antonio Guillen from Switch Talk, and this, of course, is powered by the Dayspace Network of Podcasts or whatever we're calling that anymore. You can find other shows like Nintendo Talk, Character Crunch, I think, Forget Being Cool, I think. Otherwise, this is episode 117 of We The Gamer Cast is now in your ears and eyeballs. Thanks again for listening and watching. I'll be back next week. I hope you're there, too. Now it's time for our good friend, Jason and Sean. And then Jason again. I, I, then Sean, maybe one more time. Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! Sean!
Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!